astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today, we are going to talk about all things Scorpio. But before we get into that, if you have been listening to our podcast, you've probably been hearing our teaser at the end um, about a Black Friday special that we... Something's coming. Something's coming. So again, we're not going to launch it yet. You will be the first to hear on the podcast. And of course, if you follow us on social media, we'll be um, sprinkling some more hints there. So (laughs) we're super excited about it and just wanted you to get excited for something that we are going to collaborate on. Maybe like a... It's, it's a, We've never done it before. We've never done it before. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And I lost my voice. I got so excited there. No, we've never done this before. Yeah. So we're very excited for that. So stay tuned for that. So back to today's topic, we're talking about all things Scorpio. So this is great one if you are a Scorpio yourself, but if you have children, spouses, just... Friends, friends. co-workers how to deal with them, what maybe the kind of their love languages based on what we're going to talk about today. And I think I'll just put like kind of the the elephant out in the room with the Scorpios is that they're always portrayed as gothic or oh, or yeah, dark. They in, are in character. They? Yeah. I think whenever I see them portrayed in, you know, like a little clip it or in memes, mm-hmm. they always have really dark black eyeshadow Elvi- Elvira yes. from the way, way back when yes that uh, goth look absolutely yeah and I don't look anything like you that don't look anything like that <laughs> no I'm, I've always wondered about that but I I mean I understand it I understand that mystery or that there's definitely a mystery so I think when people think astrology they just think oh woo woo you know yes, it gets yeah, they very... do. unfortunately it's still there out there But when we start looking at, we talk about the seasons and how the seasons are reflective of the sign or maybe the signs reflective of the seasons, right? Which one came first? Mm -hmm. But why don't we talk about what starts happening around us when we enter this, when we enter Scorpio season. Right, right. Because Scorpio starts right there uh, in October, obviously somewhere around the 23rd Mm -hmm. um, and it goes out to November 21st. Yes. Well, that's clearly fall. Right. In the Northern Hemisphere. Okay, let's limit it to Northern Hemisphere. But that is fall. There's no question. There's generally no mix-up with spring. No. <laughs> Except for a few remote places, it doesn't look like winter yet. True. <laughs> right. True. True. <laughs> some people had some early snows, I think, already in Montana. But um, Nature looks like it's dying. It looks like everything you look out and, you know, the flowers aren't blooming. Or if they are, they're kind of crispy. Yeah. They're dried they're up. To the end. They're turning brown. So we have this kind of almost sad look and thank goodness we get some glorious colors at that time of year. So it turns. We go from green to brown, basically. That's the transition that's happening there. So there's a sense that things are dying, which they are. The four seasons, right? Fall. We're preparing to go into, you know, uh, obviously winter comes next. But um, so there's a, the day shortens. So the leaves fall, right? Mm-hmm. And they start 
kind of sending nutrients to the roots. That's a good point. Mm. You're right. The energy is redirected. Instead yeah. of going out the leaves, sending that chlorophyll to make those green leaves, now it shifts the energy and starts sending it into the roots. Yeah. So it gets very private. So when we talk about Scorpio being associated with death or endings, mm-hmm. and we do talk about Pluto ruling the idea of before and after right. these cycles. Mm-hmm. So the leaves are falling, now it's nutrient it's sending nutrients to the part of the tree that we don't see the underbelly how many times i grew up in the midwest and how many times we would be looking at a tree and going i wonder if it's going to make it and wonder if it's going to make it wonder if it's dead just waiting for spring to start seeing is it going to come back to life again and always was oh hooray the apple tree has got you know it's swelling you can see the little buds happening you know you'd be really excited that it made it it wasn't a given that a plant's going to get through the winter course it's very vulnerable well that's the sign of scorpio as this moves in we start seeing oh is it dying or is it just changing with the season yeah we also start pulling indoors during the season you know it starts getting dark earlier so it's like you know you have your soup or chili for dinner and then it's like 7 well, p.m., should we go to bed? <laughs> right. You huddle, though. There's a little more huddling. I mean, that is kind of that image you think of people on the couch, wrapped in blankets, you know, sitting close to one another. You know, you don't think of that during the summertime. You think of Not everyone being out and about or, you know, separate because, you know, trying to keep cool. And yeah. now it's just the opposite. So I think that really captures an essence of the Scorpio. There's a, this an in-depth, depthness. Yes, Many times when you meet a Scorpio, you may not quite... They can seem a little reserved. You might not be able to read them right away. Aloof is, I think, my favorite word to use with Scorpios. You're just not quite sure. Are they, you know, do they like me or do they not like me? It's a little hard maybe sometimes to tell initially because they're kind of doing inventory. They're looking for maybe more information before they even formulate that idea or not. One last thing we'll say about the season, just so we, mm-hmm. um, would be that you had mentioned before that this is the time that we vote during oh, Scorpio yeah. season. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. I'm glad and you brought we, that up. Yes. When we go back to that idea of before and after, mm-hmm. you know, we that's what voting really is all about. Like, that's how the country was run before. This is how it's going to be run after. And you also had mentioned about, like, kind of blindly voting in many cases where we yeah. don't know we don't you know don't, how they're gonna know. Act. We, we know what they're saying but we don't, you don't know, know what they're what, gonna do yeah. you don't know what what events are gonna pop up in the horizon right after yep you know there's a whole thing about the presidents usually have they're challenged and oftentimes with an international story of some sort they're challenged about their power they're tested how are they going to you know for the world to get a flavor of what oh, they're about so to speak so yeah we don't know anything and yet we go into a private secret ballot secret booth curtain it used to be the curtain around oh, yeah. and now we don't have well we don't have curtains anymore no right it's kind There's of between your screen got a little shield on the side Mm -hmm. but it used to be a big thing about you know privacy total privacy and even the mail-in ballot really you know you can see the privacy aspect there that kind of goes with even the privacy aspect of not talking about it (gasps) not talking about who we voted for yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah not bringing that topic up (laughs) exactly Hmm. 
Okay, so, so before we, oh, do you so, have any, final well, thoughts on that? No, I'm just, I'm kind okay. of excited at the oh, yeah. thought. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of excited at that thought that it is because we're, um, Scorpio is associated with power, mm-hmm. the transfer of power, the transitioning of seasons, and here we talk about the handoff of power. We're kind of, you know, we pride ourselves on that, right, in this country. Oh, absolutely. Pride ourselves on this logical date on the calendar. You know, it comes with regularity, and this is where we vote and hand off the power. Then, interestingly, you know, as we go into January, uh, Aquarius, zero degrees Aquarius, we hand off the power mm-hmm. to the next party or next president. As, as yeah. So anyhow, well, anyhow, that all happens in Scorpio. Scorpio is associated with power. Yeah, and of course, um, then Halloween, which we've we've done a yes. whole episode yes. on yes. what happens, um, the ho- the holidays and how they fall into each of the zodiac signs. So let me back up because I think I just got so excited about that concept yeah. that I didn't <laughs> even <laughs> I didn't even preface this how we did the last one. But so Scorpios um, are ruled by the planet of Pluto. Yes. Okay. Um, and and Mars and gotta, Mars. And Mars. Okay, we'll I, Mars I, that's credit. the traditional ruler. Pluto would be kind of considered the modern ruler. Okay. I would definitely always look at Mars as well. Okay. It's a water sign. Mm-hmm. So it fits in um, with our cancers. And that's not something that Scorpios, I don't feel like, are kind of pegged for being emotional. Whereas, you know, Cancers and Pisces really get the hit yeah, of those water signs. Yes, yes. I don't know why Scorpios are kind of left out of that. But I do think that there's some sensitivities there that maybe aren't acknowledged because they think, oh, they're just dark or they're tough. Well, they, they do tough things out. I mean, uh, Robert Glasscock, great astrologer, uh, turned me on to this idea. He says, you know, Scorpio can deny themselves. Hmm. Okay. And again, boy, that can be applied in a very positive way. You know, a lot of self-control, discipline, things of that nature. But it also can be very, you know, self-destructive. <laughs> they can deny themselves. So again, I'm not really going to go down that whole realm of possibilities. But um, uh, there's a, there's a, they may deny the emotion. Interesting. They may not let you know that they've been just greatly offended. Okay. Greatly offended. They're really mad. They can't even talk. They just pull the screen down, okay. so to speak, you know? I see. I can see you doing that. Right. <laughs> okay. I, that, that, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely there. I'm just going to, I'm going to shut up the yeah. moment I, when I get really irritated, then I'm just shutting down, you know, and I'd be making an excuse to get out of the room yeah. to make my exit as, you know, as, as, so, yeah. okay, ruled by Pluto and Mars, they are a water sign, and then they're represented by the Scorpio, or the Scorpion, Scorpion sorry, the Scorpion. yes, yes, and isn't that which, a lovely creature? Which seems like an obvious for this one, but some of them are ruled by, you know, Aquarius, the water bearer, like, what does that have to do right, with it? Right, exactly. So, ruled by the Scorpion. So when we look at yeah. the Scorpion, the Scorpion has a stinger. Yeah, and where is that stinger? At the end. <laughs> at the very end. So we can talk a little bit about just the sim- symbology behind the scorpion, um, what the creatures are known for, how they act. I was kind of amazed. I did a little bit of research on scorpions just to refresh. And, you know, you know, they can, in captivity, they can live up to 25 years. Really? Yeah, 25 years. Now, in, out in the wild, they say they probably last maybe two, maybe three years. Interesting. But they said that is far longer than the other, what we call the insects or their um, mm-hmm. 
counterparts? There, there is another word for uh, spiders. What's this? Arachnoids. Arach- or, oh, okay. uh, yeah, that, yeah, that term. Anyhow, they live far longer. So they're really tough. Interesting. Very tough. That- and that shell, you know, hard shell around them kind of protects them uh, to some degree. I mean, you can step on a scorpion and it, it you know, will survive. It can survive. Well, I, I don't know if this is totally off topic. Just when you said that they can live much longer in captivity than they can in the wild. Yeah. You know, do you think maybe scorpions can, or Scorpios can, maybe like that quarantine didn't bother them as much as other people? Oh, that would be interesting. Or like that they mm-hmm. maybe can deal well without with, without outside elements for they, longer they than other people? They deal well with extremes. Okay. I think that's okay. a really safe thing to say. So quarantine is an extreme, it so is. they they can probably cope well. <laughs> so there's a resiliency there. They're like 300 million years old. I mean, they can go back 300 million oh, years wow. and find evidence of scorpions. So I mean, they're ancients. They're survivalists. You know, they have that sense of an indestructible quality about them. I mean, you know what? And we live in Nevada. And I have never seen a real Scorpio yet oh, in the wild. Well, you know, I mean, right? I have, have you ever had one? Yeah. In the house or in the yard? Well, I know my my brother has. Yeah. 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 But, Tyler definitely had. He had and Erica. They both had them in their houses. And I've seen them in real life. I think. Have you? Yeah. Not. I mean, not a lot considering we're in the desert. But yeah. I've had a couple yeah. run-ins. Yeah. They're here. What about the fact that they glow in the dark? Well, that's just an oddity, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That the darkness, it's almost like they're compatible with the darkness, even though oh. they, it needs an ultraviolet light to, to, to be shown on them to see, but they stand out in darkness. I think that kind of goes with, and this is such a, maybe I hope it's not too stretched of an idea, but think of policemen, firemen, doctors, nurses, therapists, people who are in dark situations. And they thrive. This is where they do their best work. So there's something interesting, I think, about the idea that Scorpios can glow in the dark. That there's there's, they resonate with intensity, or do it now. You know, there's there's a you know all those professions that you're you have to be on, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Scorpio um, rules researchers. People who uh, who work in the dark. It used to be oh, they used to work in the stacks. We used to call the library the stacks oh, in like college. Stacks. Oh, I'm back okay. in the stacks. You know, what I mean, okay. because you're in the doing deep research on to write your report or your paper or whatever type of thing. Uh, today, of course, now it's the internet and other sources that people are going to, but they can get lost in the research. I love to research. I know you love to research. You know. I put the notes together for them, you know, for the most part, <laughs> yeah. you know, to get the frame. I, I like looking up the facts and tying things together. It's it's bore. It's, it's a lot of people would be terribly bored with that. Yeah. Well, they yeah, you guys do really well with getting to the I'll say the bottom of the problem when we talk about oh. Pluto ruling the underworld. That always scares people. Like, what is the underworld? But it's like the stuff that you can't see on the surface. And so, just as you just gave that example of you put together the podcast notes. Well, people that are listening to us don't see that side of it. It's the right. underbelly. It's yeah. the stuff that maybe you don't get credit for, the stuff that people don't see. It's just like, think of, if everyone just thought of one thing that they've never told anybody, 
Mm-hmm. One traumatic thing they've gone through. I mean, maybe somebody knows about it, but the idea that you've never told your friend that you had this type of experience, you know, that's that Scorpio side, that ability to maybe bring it out, hear it, respond to it, and not be like, oh my God, how terrible, you know, just to let people express it in their way, their terms, how they experienced it without going into judgment. Well, you should have done this. My God, why didn't you do that? How'd you get yourself into that situation? It's a, basically, it's a, um, you know, it's like when you go into the emergency room. why were you so stupid to do this? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why were you doing that on your motorcycle? You know what I mean? They don't drill you with those questions. They just respond to the issue, kind of no judgment. This oh. is the state. I guess it'd be like drug overdoses. You know, oh. they don't get into a lecture on why are you taking drugs. They right. try to solve the problem. It's a Scorpio quality to hear cathartic stories, hear extreme stories, and have somewhat of a... I don't want to say mechanical because that sounds very, very aloof, but they just deal with it and, and work with the facts without getting into the emotion. So when oh, you I said earlier, well, you know, Pisces and Cancer get all of a sudden they're so touchy feely, emotional about everything. Mm-hmm. Scorpios, you know, they kind of acknowledge the emotions there, but they see the emotions are, are um, uh, complicating the storyline. Okay. I can see that with my Scorpio friends. You know, you just get into the the, the, the the guts of it, so to speak. Okay. So when we talk about that Pluto energy again, that before and after, we do say that Scorpios love the idea of before and after, that idea of death and rebirth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, maybe they go through significant changes in their life where they have the ability to walk other people through changes in their life. Yes. So before this, we were talking about an amazing massage therapist who's a Scorpio. Oh, yes, right? yes. And yes, she worked on me this week. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But so yeah. her getting you in one state, the before and after, and then you walking out in a different state. But then when we go and talk about the idea of rolling the underbelly, the stuff that we don't see, you know, it's like she can see the muscles through the skin. Yes. She senses them. She reads them. Yeah. And that's what her entire life work has been about. Mm-hmm. is seen below the surface. Right. It's a very it's, practical degree. Yeah. It's no different than a therapist being able to maybe prompt you with just the right question or to ask about something. They dig. They dig. That would be a that would be Scorpios. They dig. How about that for a tech one? Scorpios, yeah. they dig. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, I do it somewhat, you know. I my do it my a lot. style uh yeah, a lot actually. <laughs> <laughs> And I and, and you do it now as well. I do. You know, you 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 certainly have taken to the method where when I'm working with the chart, you know, oftentimes I want to know what happened, what happened in this year, because that's the closest thing they've ever had to what they're experiencing now. So it's a digging. I don't ask for the, all the details, but they might also like really like um, some sort of crime TV. You know, one of those oh, like yeah. investigators, unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Love oh. the, seeing the facts, all the details, kind of gathering it. It starts, you know, I was just listening to something on NPR when I was driving over here this morning and uh, I was talking about goosebumps. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, how cute. Here we're talking about Scorpio today. And uh, for those of a certain age, you remember Goosebumps series. Yes. I remember we had them in the house when you guys were growing up. And, you know, it was, it's a nice introduction to Scorpio, Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. In my day, it was Nancy Drew. Okay. Nancy Drew. And then I had, oh, I couldn't get my hands on them fast enough to read them because they were mysteries. And they always resolved themselves. Then went on to Agatha Christie, great detective writer. And of course, now there's gazillions yeah, uh, of series and th- books that you can read about that. But that's the passive Scorpio energy coming out, mm-hmm. enjoying it, enjoying the figuring it out, who's guilty, who's not. Yeah, and so something we should say too is if you're listening to this and thinking, I'm not a Scorpio, but I relate to that. You know, everyone has Scorpio in their chart. Somewhere. 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 So, you know, that understanding your natal chart and getting a reading, right, can also help you understand why would you relate so much to this? Maybe your moon's sitting there or you're rising or you might have some other big Oh, Scorpio there. rising is huge. Absolutely. But I was let's take a minute and talk about parents who have Scorpio children. Okay. Or grandchildren. Okay. okay. Particularly Scorpio children. Um, think about puzzles. Mm-hmm. They like putting puzzles together, and yes, the boxed puzzles, of course, but maybe even something more interesting, like a treasure hunt, you know, setting something up in the house where they're looking for something. An escape room. Exact escape rooms for the little bit older, but also tents and forts where the child is hidden, where the child can crawl into the refrigerator box, right, and can't be seen or think they can't be seen type of thing. You know, those children really do well with mystery, with the idea of a little mystery. Anyhow, a lot of kids like it in general, but I'm telling you, when you have a strong Scorpio, they really thrive on that idea. And it's fun. It's cute. So I think um, we would be doing Scorpio a disservice without talking about sex. They, because, yes, yes, exactly. Again, they get pegged for the gothic one that loves sex, but right. Um, where does that? I know we you pulled a little history of where that comes from. Well, and I can I'm going to go to the French, where the word orgasm translates as little death. Okay. So we think of the before, the after. We think of some sort of uh, regeneration that takes place, mm-hmm. and of course. Uh, Pregnancies are instilled during sex as well. So we have this big before and (laughs) after rebirth energy. But even taking uh, reproduction out of the the picture, just the idea that generally that image that is projected, the release, the tension release, the recharging of the battery, Mm -hmm. whatever, however you want to describe it, so to speak. But there is is a reset. It is a reset button. And I always think of... 1982, actually it was the year that um, your dad and I moved to Las Vegas and Marvin Gaye. Oh, I was like George Orwell, I think that was 1984. (laughs) 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 You said the year and pointed at me, I'm like, the book? Okay, sorry. Okay, okay, Uh, that's funny. Okay. 1982, um, Marvin Gaye, Sexual Healing. Oh, okay. And I think that's one of the truest song titles. Mm-hmm. Because there is some healing. There's a surrender. There can be some sense. And we associate it with love, being very connected to the person. Trust, obviously, I say, is involved. I think a lot of people have trauma around 
sex or or being good enough or pretty like worthiness oh yeah yeah just even having a great connection can work through some of those Mm -hmm. but it's all it, it just comes back to scorpio is all about transitioning it's all about uh re being rebirth generally if you talk to any scorpio and you just say what was your big what did you have to overcome where did you break away when did you rebirth yourself in your lifetime and I know that you're going to have one big one. They're going to have one big story that everything pivoted around. And sometimes it's a divorce would be a classic thing. I divorce or, oh, I got fired. You know, it's not a pretty, these are big, big they're, stories. they're not like, oh, that was so much fun. But I feel like those are very classic examples. Like the mm-hmm. stories that I'm thinking of, like my friends or my acquaintances, they're a little bit bigger than that, I would yeah, think. Maybe okay. a little bit deeper. Oh, yeah. Darker. Yes, darker. Absolutely. I, I'm just trying to be PG friendly yeah, here course. to yeah. some degree. Yeah. But um, the, the idea, there's something that really, and it had to take them down. It had to, th- I don't want to say throw them down, but kind of feel like, you know, yeah. shock. Or if it is something more traditional, it's like, okay, I left that job and I never went back to that type of work. Like, oh, I mean, it's yeah. like, no, it's, it's not, not just yeah. like, oh, I got let go of that job and then I started doing this. Like, no, 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 It's, it's oftentimes a catapulting experience, yeah. you know, yeah. and kind of, you, it throws you into a whole new lifestyle oftentimes. So we're about to wrap up with this, but I did, I know we left off the last one with maybe what to expect, um, up in the upcoming year or so. Oh, yes. So yes. I don't know if we want to just end it with. I know we've talked about it before, but Saturn and Aquarius and how that will affect. Yeah, it's really affecting the foundation, the home life of Scorpios. Yeah. So this would be, uh, it may start innocently, mm-hmm. like doing a few repairs around the house. It could end up may, maybe redefining rooms, doing major type of projects going on. And their reputation's on the line too. Their reputation, right. Changing how they introduce themselves, how people know them. Mm-hmm. So great time, especially during quarantine. If you, you know, started launching a side business, if you started thinking I need to be doing something different, right. classic time right. to right. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a, a moment to reassess. And yeah, there's probably some letting go, you know, recognizing, okay, that chapter's over, got to move on. Uh, it's not bleak. It's not bleak for Scorpios by any means, uh, but because we have Jupiter coming right there in Aquarius as well. Uh, So right around December, I would think uh, that a lot of Scorpios would be getting some very clear um, improvements and changes, but on a positive note Mm -hmm. in their life where they kind of see their path, they kind of see where they're going to be going. Yeah, or reinforcement of what they've been doing. Yes, yeah. So So anyhow, you know... I loved being a Scorpio. I always have, you know, I liked, I always got excited when I was a child and read Scorpio. And even though I didn't even know any of this stuff, I just thought like, oh, that's me. <laughs> oh, mainly because I love Nancy Drew stories. That sure. was the big, the big thing that thought, oh, that nailed me. I was a Scorpio. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening today. We hope this gave you either some clarity about yourself or the ones around you. And we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Before you go, 
I did just want to start sprinkling some hints that mom and me are going to be coming out with an amazing Black Friday special. You won't find out the details until next month, but as our podcast listeners, I did want you to be the first to know. So keep tuning in to find out the details. And as always, if you'd like to book an appointment, you can find me at www.thekatewin.com and you can find my mom, Mary Swick at www.maryswick.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the underscore Kate Wind to get daily insight about astrology and feng shui.